Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 109, and it is a very special episode today because if you are watching on YouTube, you can see Jared and I are back in the flesh in Michigan, and this will be the homecoming episode today. So we'll be talking about what it feels like coming back home for me after 10 months, for Jared after four long years in Philly. Also, if you have not yet checked out our Travel Tips Philly, check it out. It's on YouTube. Jared has dropped plenty of dimes and gems on what you can see, what to do, and what to avoid in Philly. So, we are so happy to be here, talk about coming home, how it feels. We're going to do a gift exchange in a moment as well. I'm excited to see what Jared has brought for me. So, without further ado, my good buddy Jared. What's going on, Jared? How hilarious would it be if I just like... Like, took out, like, a wrapped piece of poop or something. <laughs> F you. <laughs> no. We are back. This is so exciting. Look at us right next to each other. And for those of you that don't know, if we're lucky, we'll be interrupted by the uh, Untranslatable Owl in the flesh. Check out our Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast, and you can see a picture of the infamous uh, source of the Untranslatable Owl. And as I look at the clock, it's definitely not an owl. But that's what we call it. Also, uh Spread a little love. Uh, a little janky today because once again, uh, I don't. The setup is, has not been perfected. But spread a little love. As I said, Instagram, Twitter, untranslatable one, the number one. You can email us untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Give us your uh, sign to those DMs in the inbox. Give us those untranslatables, which are sayings, idioms, proverbs, axioms. If you're feeling spicy, uh, and uh, what they are, are, you know, they don't make any sense in. If you translate them directly from whatever language they're in, but if you were to then translate them to, uh, you know, explain it, it's like, oh, that makes sense. Also, topic ideas, travel tips ideas. We just dropped that Philly episode that Chad talked about. I hope you enjoyed it. Turns out I know more than I thought. Or uh, also, <laughs> spread a little love with those five star reviews, baby. Five star reviews, baby. I don't need in the text message. Five star review that shit, baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm so excited right now. That's right. It's good to be home. Um, I was in, uh, you know, I just got here, um, a couple days ago and it was interesting because there's been a, you know, we just had 4th of July weekend to break the, uh, break the fourth wall a little bit, the 4th of July wall. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, people, did you know that for 4th of July, people often say happy holidays? Really? Yeah. I got a lot of happy holidays and for like for the first couple, I was like, what's the holiday? I was like, oh, right. Uh, it's 4th, 4th of July. July. But I was getting a lot of happy holidays, like it's Christmas or something. Come on, man. It's not happy holidays. It's This is America Day. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> holidays. This is, this is, yeah, this is Jesus's second holiday That's after right. Christmas. Um, but yeah, 4th of July was fun. Uh, once again, I still haven't shot off a firework ever in my life. But um, the dude, I was at my neighbor's house, we'll get to that later, and uh, someone brought Roman candles, and I saw him pop those off. That was cool. Nice. That was cool. Granted, though, with the Roman candles, the least one he had, it had like five shots out of it. Mm -hmm. And I can imagine, it's starting to make sense why so many people blow their fingers off just yep. witnessing that thing. Because it's like, you oh, gotta keep sure. track. If you for pull sure. that thing down too early. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's dangerous. <laughs> it's real dangerous. That's for sure. But uh, regardless, it's good to be home. It's good to see you. And, you know, our first reunion in America, on American soil, you know, I had to give you a thank, I had to bring you a gift that was a little reminiscent of my time in Philadelphia. Oh, cool. Yeah. I've got a few things for you as well. All so right. So I think it's time we do the gift exchange. We'll have to describe these for our listeners not watching on YouTube. Right. Um, or just watch on YouTube. 
There, there, there you go. Problem solved. There you go, everyone. Jared's our problem solver, everybody. <laughs> so, Jared, uh, would you like me to give the gift first, or would you like to go? I'll start first. Okay. We'll do... You have How many things do you have? I think four. Shit. I mean, they're small things. They're small <laughs> things. It's about the thought. It's not about the things, people. It's about the thought. Hold on. Let's pause this. I'm going to go back to filler real quick. <laughs> <laughs> to get some more gifts. <laughs> so, we'll do like a one and one. So, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give you one first. Uh, and here it is. It's a uh, Philadelphia pin. Oh, fancy. Yeah. Very nice. Frankly, Philadelphia, a city that speaks for itself, a community that speaks to you. I don't know if you know this, Jared, but I actually have a hat from Germany, one of those old school kind of green German hats with the feathers on them. Mm-hmm. I put pins on them. There you go. So this is going to go oh, on that hat. Perfect. So perfect. good work. You betcha. All right, a one for one. So... Granted, I have to give a quick early shout-out to Martin from Komutov for the beautiful Pirati bag. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, Pirati proud over here. So, first thing for you, we'll start out small. Okay. So, unfortunately, when Jared came, it was wintertime, so we did not get to visit the valley. So, that is the Bezruch Valley. This is going to go up in my Harry Potter Studios 2.0. Oh, there you go. Show it to the camera for everybody out there. So that is the Bezruch Valley in Komutov, which is a beautiful place for nature. Yeah, this is a lovely postcard. Thank you. All right. Uh, You do one more since I only have one more. Okay. All right. I got a couple of different ones here. So this one. This one is kind of a funny story. So it looks like a little red canvas bag, and it says Isos, which is a school Mm -hmm. I guess taught for a day in Komutov. And give it, open it up. All right. See what's in there. Condoms. It's all condoms. Yes. <laughs> that actually kind of looks like a tampon. That uh, is bandages. Oh. So ESOS is a school for nursing in Komotov. And so they gave me a couple of these things. And I thought, I know how much you love to hike and mountain bike. Yeah. So that's a nice little, little I, thing you could attach to your bike, take it with you. I'm also just very careless in general. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So this That's a great idea. I, I have like a, obviously a, a camelback bag that I use for biking. Right. I'm just going to connect it to it. Exactly. Exactly. And I've definitely fallen off before, so this will come in handy. Thank right. you. No problem. Buddy. All right. My turn. My turn. Yep. You're, you're giving me too much. I have one more. <laughs> And now, here at the Untranslatable Podcast, we used to do something uh, that we called Beer of the Pod Reviews. Ooh, ooh, I already know what this is. We're excited. Um, And I know uh, Chad and I enjoy our beers. We're having a a Bell-style Pilsner. And for all of our Czech listeners, don't worry. Yours is still better. Ooh. Oh, look at that. Beer is living proof that God loves us. Yes. And wants us to be happy. Ben Franklin. Beautiful mug. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Shout out to Sydney, too. She helped me out with that one. You know what? We're just going to do a quick little transferu. Oh, this is great. You probably should have washed that first, but it's too late. Well, too late. It's all right. It's all right. It'll be okay, I think. I trust the people of Philly. All right. Oh, that's your first mistake. (laughs) All right. Well, cheers, buddy. I appreciate the mug. Prost. Nastiravi. Mmm. That is a classy mug. I thought you'd like that. that is a, I do. I love it. I'm glad. So, Jared, obviously obviously, you get the fancy Pirati bag, which I know that's what you're most excited about. <laughs> yeah. But I have a few other things. So this one, I don't know if you realize, but we actually got this while we were in Prague. Oh. And so I thought it would be a nice little memento for you. Did we really? Yeah. We, I grabbed one of those when we were out in Prague. 
I oh, brought it back awesome. with me, and I realized that we grabbed it. So you're so thoughtful, Chad. What Look can I you. say? And I have a sorry. I I didn't realize it was this much stuff, but <laughs> you know, great. you're a great friend of mine. So next up, oh, I remember Stade Miesto. Yep. Yes. So I got another postcard for you from Komutov. Oh, this is cool. I remember this place. Yep. Yep. That's the Radnica or Town Hall. This is where we took that squad picture. It is. Yes. It is. Yes, it is. This so is check so out cool. our Instagram for that squad pic. So. Of course, so I didn't. I didn't realize this, it was this many things. More than Sorry, four things, but I'm um, not. I love this. I'm not doing this to one up you, buddy, because the mug is great. These done are it. all small, tiny things. Yeah, but yours have thought behind them. So did yours. That's true. So did yours. You need to give yourself more credit. That's true. So now we also have a little magnet I got at one of the Christmas markets in Vienna. Oh wow! To commemorate our good times in Vienna. This is so cool. So that's pretty nice right Chris there. Chris Kindlemarkt. Wiener Chris Kindlemarkt. And then lastly, this I This will go on the fridge. For sure. Yeah, a little housewarming gift for you. So yeah. I mentioned to your lady mm-hmm. that I have something that will be good, I think, for both of you. Okay. So here it is. Oh, hell yeah. Baron's 501 Spanish Verbs. For those of you that... Uh, Cindy's in the background. That's why I'm <laughs> pointing this to nothing. <laughs> uh, oh, this is so great. Yep. Because... I, if I'm sure you remember, I'm sure Sydney also remembers when I mo- mentioned how difficult the conjugations were. Well, hopefully this will help you. I believe in the back there's like a glossary and some stuff, ton of useful verbs, and so I figure that would be great for you. Hey Sydney, abre abrazado. All right, never mind. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get back to this. <laughs> so my last two things for you are, I got this because oh I wanted to give you gosh. something in German. And that was where I visited um, the uh, Czech Switzerland. Czech Switzerland. That's actually the Saxon Switzerland. So that's across mm. the border in Germany. Wow. But it's a nice magazine in German. And so I thought you could brush up on your German with that. This will be great for the bathroom. Yeah. That, that sounds like a weird compliment. It's a weird a compliment, gift. but I'm okay with it. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wipe my butt with. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and the last one this I got so for cool. you I know how much you love to cook. Oh my and gosh. So, I hate you. The cookbook <laughs> from the National much Soccer Team. You're a better friend than I am. Oh, oh my that's gosh. A, man. These gifts are amazing. What can I say? You're one of my best buds. It's the least oh I can do. Oh my gosh, I love so this. So it's all in German. So Oh, there's Royce. So everybody, I'm hoping this German cookbook will force Jared to play some soccer with me and then cook me a national team quality meal. We'll see if that happens. How about... Now, this is, I'm already mad at myself for bringing this up, but how about one time here in our new temporary studios until you leave me again? Uh, I'll come over and I'll cook us dinner one time. Sounds good. Sounds great. Oh, yeah. Here's a, a Mullah just uh, blasting past someone. Yep. Um, I'm trying to find, I haven't found any food yet. There's food. Yeah, oh, you got, yeah there's like stories in there too. And it'll also be an added challenge because it's German, so there's Grams. Yep. And, oh, that's uh, <laughs> true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it's also in German, so I have to actually read uh, the German. This is so cool. Yeah. It's a Thank sweet you, book. buddy. This is awesome. And the most highly anticipated gift. Yeah, of course, all this other your, stuff. your bag. Oh, thank you. So I hope wow. you enjoy. I appreciate being back with you. Wow. It's really great. And uh, we hope you all enjoy our podcast while we're here in person because yeah. it will definitely be slightly different, but we're excited to bring you some content. Yeah, but, the. Uh, the um, Love. The love is spread in real time. There's no computers in between us blocking right. that love. That is right. And speaking of which, let's uh, spread a little love to some other people besides ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> and let's have you start, Jared. All righty. 
Um, mine is something that I would rarely do, but, you know, love should be spread to everyone that deserves it. And, you know, since we're back here in Michigan, I tried to make this as much as a Michigan-themed episode as possible. And a Michigan news website that I love is MLive. I yep. love I love that. Great one. It's, it's mm-hmm. great. And um, a Michigan church pays off medical debts of nearly 2,000 random families. Wow. That's yeah. impressive. I mean, that's love being spread right there. And, you know, maybe I don't agree with everything that happens at the church, but I agree with this mm-hmm. 100%. Wyoming, Absolutely. Michigan, a city I've never heard of. Almost, oh, it's in West Michigan. Almost 2,000 West Michigan families will receive a letter next week notifying them of a once-in-a-lifetime gift. Their medical debt is being paid off in full thanks to the work of a Wyoming church. Grand Rapids First Church announced it will pay off a total of $1,832,439.26 worth of local medical debt for 1,899 families randomly selected from Kent, Ottawa, Allegan, and uh, Iona counties. The church located at blah, 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 doesn't matter. Uh, part, I mean, you don't need to know the address. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Partnered, That's true. Uh, this matters, but not the address. If you want to go, it's called the, uh, um, the uh, Grand Rapids First Church. You can find it, Google it. Partnered with RIP uh, Medical Debt. That's a weird choice of a name, but okay. A New York-based nonprofit organization that buys up medical debt from uh collection agencies to forgive the debt of families and that's crazy too you know just uh, you already have to deal with being sick being in a hospital and then your uh medical debts which are in the thousands mm-hmm. tens of thousands yeah. get sent to collection agencies you get scary calls all the time yep. it's messing with your credit score uh through a donation through a donation of fifteen thousand dollars from the church rip medical debt purchased the medical debt of the West Michigan families for pennies on the dollar, making financial freedom possible for those steeped in debt. The debt forgiveness forgiveness is no strings attached, but you now uh, have to be a member of the church. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, and families won't have to pay taxes on the collection of debt income. Uh, and it's great. I think that's, that's amazing. Fantastic. Absolutely. The largest debt eliminated by the gift, this is for one one of the people, $75,581. Uh, wow. $75,581. You, um, you buy a house with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially here in Dexter where we are. Yep. You could buy a pretty uh, substantial house with that. Yeah, out, out in the sticks for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think that's great. And um, it's just a ridiculous system that we have that it's like in order to live, you have to essentially ruin the rest of your life if you don't have insurance or if you mm-hmm. insurance. Not even if you don't oh, have insurance. Terrible. Some people have insurance, but it's not good not enough, enough insurance. Cover. Right? Yeah, it's a shame. Speaking of the medical field, mm-hmm. My shout-out goes out to Dr. Carrie Andrew, I believe it's Yaya, uh, who has retired in Pittsburgh uh, from UPMC Hospital. However, he has garnered some fame for singing to every baby he has delivered. Uh, And so now in Pittsburgh, they have dedicated a day in his honor. So I think that's awesome. I mean, look, can you, you know, the, the joke is always... We on the lodge with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that later. Um, I mean, the joke is what? That people, like the doctor spanks the baby or something oh, yeah. like that, right? But yeah, I yeah. think this is way better. Sing to the baby, serenade them. I yeah. think that's really awesome. For sure. So, Dr. Carrie Andrew Yaya, we hope you have a wonderful retirement. And thank you for all of your service in the medical field. And to bringing these babies into a world of song. I think that's absolutely amazing. Yeah, that's cool. My next one, our shout-outs today are a little U.S.-centric, but that's okay. 
Uh, We're happy to be back home. One. Well, I mean, I was always in the U.S., but <laughs> <laughs> right. I do. I am very happy to be back. I miss my friends uh, and uh, coworkers in Komutov, but it's great to be back. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. So next up, um, out in Sacramento, California, uh, there are now. Uh, it's now being put in place that there will be two years of free tuition at California community colleges, which is a huge thing because you can start out your college career there, get an associate's, and move on elsewhere. Or even yeah. transfer to another school. And it helps you get all of the uh, sort of the BS classes that everyone has to take, regardless of the school out of the way. So you can do like your mandatory pre-calculus class. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and then actually go to um, like a, a credit, like a non-community college and actually mm-hmm. just do your major. Right. For it, two years and it'll be way cheaper. Exactly. So I think it's really great that California is... Uh, implementing this it's absolutely fantastic hopefully mm-hmm. other states will follow suit mm-hmm. because we are one of the few countries in the world where uh, students go into so much debt yes. for college so hopefully other uh, states will take note great work california keep up the good work mm-hmm. and uh with that being said i think you happen to know what time it oh, is I do. Jared. oh this is so exciting now only if we were prepared enough to uh Time it out perfectly. With the actual clock, right? <laughs> but I'm sure it'll, it'll interrupt us later. Mm-hmm. This is the Untranslatable Owl. Check out our Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast, and you'll see a picture of the clock that makes this beautiful uh, sound effect happen on my phone here. That's right. So, Jared, I'm going to start us off with some Dutch, which is not really how I feel, but I feel like you could use this phrase in our current situation right now, which is... Uh, which means a small outside leg in Dutch. What do you think that means? Small outside leg. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Can you give me a clue of some sort? So, you know, you, you go out with your friends, and I'm a single man, as we've discussed. Mm-hmm. You're here with your lady friend. We're walking around. And I'm the I am the small oh, outside third leg. wheel, third wheel and or misfit. Oh, okay, uh-huh. yeah, I wouldn't call you a misfit. No, As Sydney probably feels like the misfit right now. If anything, <laughs> <laughs> poor Sydney, she's doing great though. Uh, oh, that's a that's a good way to put it. I like that. Uh-huh. All right, my small first outside leg. My first one's Hindi, mm-hmm. and it's Sad Salamat to Pargdi Hazad, and it literally means if your head is intact, you can have a thousand turbans. So it just this just means that your mental health is super important, yeah? I mean, if wow. you're... Wow. That was an easy one. Really? Yeah, that was an okay. easy one. Yeah, it says, in troubled times, save your head first. Your possessions should not be your priority. You can buy worldly things anytime later. Okay, interesting. So I'll give you another Dutch one. That was good. I did not think that was as obvious. Okay, I thought that was pretty clear. Well, I'm, okay. Maybe I'm just an idiot. I'll g- <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. Um, <laughs> my next one, I'll give you another Dutch one. And this is... Ergento an was kunnen knopen, which means one of those words is can. Yep, <laughs> or can't can't act uh, in this okay. case. Um, I'm I'm guessing maybe gain is kind. Okay, like can't or or no, it means uh, they can't tie they can't knot any rope to it. K N O T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't knot any rope to it. It's like you can't like. Like you can't trust something. Well, let, let me let me ask the judges. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, okay. Oh, okay. We'll we'll give it to you. Ooh. It basically means that uh, 
like if something's unclear. Okay. Right. You know, you can't tie. Uh, you can't not any. It's really bothering it. me. I'm gonna hold on one second. Whenever you turn to talk to me, you're away from the microphone. And it, I think I think we're good though. I, I mean, we're good. All right. All right. All we're right. good levels wise. Don't I feel worry. like I can hear it in my headphones, and it really bothers me. But if it's if if the computer th- says it's good, I think we're good. And the judges are happy. The judges are definitely <laughs> happy. So Jared, give me your next untranslatable. Uh, my next one's Korean, and it's uh Pali Nulib. Well, that's obviously not how you say Pali Nulib Da, and it uh, literally means wide feet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wide wide feet. You're going to have to help a brother out on this one. When uh, Don and I lived together in Royal Oak, Michigan, one thing I liked about having him as my roommate was that he had wide feet. And because of it, there were po- constantly, uh, like especially on a Friday or a Saturday, people coming over to our house before they went out uh-huh. downtown. So you're a social butterfly. Yes. Okay. It's to have a, well, have a wide net. <laughs> okay, Perfect. Okay, Why okay. social network? Okay. So do you want uh, Spanish first or Czech first? Czech. Let's finish with Spanish. All right. So you heard that, everybody. Still have some Czech untranslatables really after flexible. leaving the Czech Republic and coming back. <laughs> so Parada. this one, Jerry, <laughs> this one is one that I think could be applicable to us in a moment. And it is Hertz do Babi, which Hurt. means literally means into the old woman. Oh. Um. And no, I'm not hitting on you. <laughs> oh my gosh, Chad. <laughs> I'm blushing. <laughs> uh, still Bobby. Into the old woman. Is this like aging gracefully? Nope. Has to, has to do with drinking. Oh, it's like getting into your cups. Basically means down the hatch. Oh, okay, okay. Into the old... So that's like what you say before you like chug a beer yep. down. Gotcha, yep. gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. Uh huh. Um, my last one is also Korean, and it's Palbang uh, Mi In, and it's uh, Eight Direction Beauty. Eight Direction Beauty. So is mm. this like the most beautiful? No, less less. Uh, it's more of an untranslatable than that. Okay. Okay. Throwing me off with that easy, yeah, that easy one. <laughs> um, hmm. Can you give me a clue? Um. Some people would say that uh, let's let's see. I'm trying to think of a good example. Some people would say that uh, I can't think of a good example. I'm trying to think of a. Some people would say that Prince is an eight direction beauty musically. So like something really unique and rare. No, no, no. He plays guitar. Oh, he plays piano. So, He's an amazing singer. Yeah, so multi talented. Yeah, 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 but that's or very versatile. Yeah, jack of all trades. Jack but of I all think trades. The, the, okay. I think the judges w- would give you that. That counts. Allow it. Yeah. All right. My Eight last direction one... beauty. I think the reason. Sorry, I think the reason they do that is because it's like you look good from every angle. Uh-huh. So it's like you're good at something. At, you know, no matter what comes at you, you can handle it. That makes sense. That's fair. My last one for you is Mexican Spanish, and it is si. bajale de uh, de huevos, which means lower than eggs. from eggs. Yes. Okay. I just had to flex real quick. Right. I'm yep. learning, everyone. I, fe- I feel you. <laughs> Bajale de huevos. Mm-hmm. Lower them from eggs. Yep. Um, is it like just a way for calling people your kids? No. No, no that's a good guess. I lowered you from my eggs. I mean, I mean, Respect huevo, me. huevos are used as like testicles in, right. in Spanish and actually, I mean, German, they use, the, yeah. they use eggs as well. Mm-hmm. This is a phrase you would probably say to me very often. Regarding the podcast? In general, in life, in general, you would tell me this. 
you need me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's true, but no. You would you would so for example, maybe we're going to travel somewhere. Oh, like calm down. Hit that ham horn, my man. <laughs> that's all you had to Hit say. Hit that ham horn. <laughs> calm down. Exactly. Calm down. Oh, mm-hmm. like lower yourself from eggs. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Calm down. All yeah. right. That's all I got for you. All righty. Do you have any more? That's all I got, too. All right. So it's let's good move to be on. Back. Yeah. It is great to be back. And so today we'll be talking about being back home, back in the mitten, what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also curious to see what are some things you have really wanted to do and we can talk about some things for me as well okay um but first off let's let's get a little sentimental let's talk about feelings what what does it feel like for you to be back here after being gone for so long oh, wow. you know i feel it's a little weird because it does almost kind of feel a little foreign okay like not foreign in the sense of like uh not the culture Oh, the culture, yeah, actually, yeah, but not like, like, not as an American, but it does feel like I'm kind of like a visit, like, a, like it's a new, newer than it actually is to me. Okay. And I was driving around the other day, going to multiple runs to Target, getting all those odds and ends and stuff that I never plan on getting, but that's what happens when you go to Target. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> typical, yeah. <laughs> and it, it's like, it's so, I almost feel, it almost annoys me, like, how often I have to use navigation, for example, mm. where it's like, I, I know this area, I know this. Um, and so, like, like for example, when I go home today from your place, I'm going to challenge myself not use navigation because I, obviously, I've come to your place many times before. We used to always hang out, and I didn't need navigation to get here. And like once I got off the freeway, I was like, oh, I remember how to get here. This is no longer emotional, but it's just just feels like it's feel, it feels less like familiar than I thought it would. Even though I recognize things and I see things, like I still feel like I'm not a Michigander in a weird way interesting okay. and like like it's not that i don't think well it's like when people are like oh where are you coming from it's like well i'm coming from philadelphia but i like i'm from here but like obviously that's true but it does feel a little disingenuous in a weird way yeah i wonder how long it will take you until you feel like you're a michigander again i don't know i don't four know four years yeah <laughs> yeah I, mean, I guess so that's how long it the yeah okay i'm starting to feel like a real philadelphia person and i'm gone so right yeah that's life though man that's a crazy thing you know you get Used to a place and you get comfortable and then on to the next chapter, on yeah. to the next adventure, you know? And so it's, yeah, it's really wild for me. I feel a little differently because I feel in a way kind of like I'm in limbo. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm happy to be here. I love to see my parents and my dog and, you know, you're up here. You see all my musical instruments everywhere. Yes. I have amps over here, guitars over We're gonna there. We're going to jam after this. We are, uh, which will be great. Um, but, you know, the, the other strange thing too is like, I feel like I'm in limbo because right now I'm not working mm-hmm. uh, and I'll be helping my parents out with some things around the house. But overall, like it's, it, it feels freeing in a way to not have anything to do, but I also feel like I'm kind of like just floating. Yeah. Like I don't have any set and I need to make some goals for this summer. That's one mm-hmm. thing I need to do. We can talk about that in a bit. Um, but yeah, I need to make some goals. I need to, um, you know, make a more concrete plan of what I want to do because you know, I've only been back to the States now for three days, right? Today's the fifth. Yeah. So three days. Yep. Three days. And I'm, I already feel like I've wasted time, <laughs> uh, even though I've been back for three days because, you know, I'll be, I'll be leaving in late August onto the next chapter. And so, so mm-hmm. what would you have to, what, what would make you feel more comfortable about your time usage? I guess one, um, I want to, well, one, I want to come up with a good practice regimen for guitar because mm-hmm. I have a lot of time and I have a lot of 
nice instruments to noodle around oh, on. I see here. some of them yep. here. Yep. And uh, so that's one thing. Make a practice regimen. Workout routine as well. I want to start lifting with my dad more often. Does he still lift regularly? Once in a while. Okay. Uh, once in a while. So yeah. Um, I think that the main thing too is like trying to figure out, and I need to reach out to more of my friends and also figure out, you know, what we'll be doing. Yeah. I'm the first Michigan person you've, Michigan friend you've seen. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. I I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So it's good though. It feels great to be back home. I'm still, I've been here three days. I'm, I would say like 60, 70% adjusted to the time. I still get a little tired at night. Uh, one, because I think that's normal, but two, my body <laughs> thinks it's You're still not way later. Right? I'm, believe it or not, I'm not. Sometimes I thought I was dur- during my time in the Czech Republic. But um, yeah, so it's it's good though. you know. And the, and the thing is that I think one of the, the things I realized that I kind of missed quite a bit coming back here was just how how beautiful it is nature wise. I mean, it's yes. gorgeous in the Czech Republic, especially I, out where you live too. Oh yeah, and I was on the ninth floor, so that was nice. But here, you know, we're also kind of more in the country. We're in a neighborhood about I don't know six seven miles from town, mm-hmm. so it's it's close enough where I can get to places if I need to. If there's events or things going on, it's far enough that we have our little chunk of heaven here. So yeah, it's nice. You f- yeah you feel you have the privacy. You feel alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed my drive out here. I, I forgot how green it is over here, especially at, at this time of the year. And uh, yeah, I, I loved it. It was great. I love coming here too. Um, I actually now, uh, for the first time ever, I live in a house. Yeah, that's awesome. So I've lived in apartments galore. I lived in sort of a townhouse thing in my in Philadelphia, an apartment before that. I moved halfway during my time there, and um, it was so funny. So. We were, uh, I was talking about this at dinner, but we were, you know, sitting down with the leasing lady the other day, getting our keys and stuff like that. And she was going through all the things we have to do. You know, we have to take care of uh, the gutters, make sure they're clear. We have to um, take care of the lawn. We have to mow the lawn ourselves. We also have to, now this is something I never thought about because I've never owned, I've never lived in that, I've lived in a house. I've never like been the uh, responsible for a house. Let's put it that way. I've lived in my parents' houses, obviously. But um, is that, and also in in Michigan specifically is that for the hose you have to uh, turn off the water in winter or else it'll you have a chance of bursting pipes. Yep. And yep. also another thing is if you go on vacation, which once I start working again, I plan to get ready for some on the road again. That's right. You also have to uh, you can't turn your your uh, heat all the way off. So they say just put it to the lowest temperature. Yep. Uh, or else, I remember once again, that stuff back will in freeze. the day. Yeah, exactly. And as she was telling me all this, I'm like, I don't think I'm responsible enough to live in a house. <laughs> right. I think I just need to go back to an apartment where I can just call someone and whenever anything immediately goes wrong. Right. <laughs> and so it's like a lot of cleaning I get used to, mm-hmm. a lot of like uh, upkeep. But I'm really excited. You know, it's cool to live in a house. In my last place, um, in, in my first apartment, I lived in in Philadelphia. Uh, my neighbors argued a lot. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> and it was so funny, too. There would be times where I legitimately just, like, have my ear up to the, yes. <laughs> to the wall. Oh, that's funny. And it was, I'd be like, that's, this is very unhealthy. Because, like, one, the uh, the girlfriend or wife or whatever would often call her husband or boyfriend or whatever, like, an idiot, an asshole, stupid. Uh-oh. But then also, he kind of deserved it. Because I, <laughs> he'd, be like, he'd be like, I just got home from work. I'm so tired. Do we have to talk about this now? I'm like, that's not going to go well. Nope. <laughs> Please tell me he told her to calm down. Yeah, I think he might have. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. And also... But, and then in my next place, which I had more space, 
uh, but it was a townhouse, and so there, I was connected to the people next to me, and the walls were so thin. So, like, you could hear, like, footsteps, my neighbor's vicious dog. <laughs> you could hear that thing barking all the time. And so it's nice to have the, uh, like, it was so nice to go to sleep in complete silence. Yeah. Like, that's something I've honestly never had before. And, or since I lived, you know, with it's my parents. Great. It's so great. And before that, we lived in, I lived with Don. And so uh, I lived in an apartment then. Before that, I lived in a fraternity. So there was never it was silent. Never silent. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and so I, I look forward to that a lot. I really look forward to that. And the um, let me go through a little bit the process of finding a place because that was stressful AF. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I came to Michigan. You guys remember I was in the Best Western a couple weeks ago. And then I was looking for a, a place to stay. And I found. Um, was it two places I, I really liked? One of them I really really liked. The other one was like, this is a good second place runner up, and I was like, well, this is Saturday. I'm looking for the places, so I'll uh, apply on Monday. Luckily, mm-hmm. Sydney convinced us to apply on Sunday on the drive back. We were applying in the car, or nice, mm-hmm. but still, Ferndale, where I live, is super hot these days. Like it's it, like stuff is getting swooped up, so. Excuse me, I applied on Monday. It doesn't matter. But anyway, so someone applied the day before us and got both of the places. Oh, damn. And, um, yep. and so I was like, well, crap. So I got to go back to Michigan because I, like, I was so nervous about finding a place that there's a, a bit where I was just considering just like without even going there, applying to places. But I was like, that's a big risk. It's a bold move. Because we, bold, I saw a couple places move. that like I liked in the pictures and we went there and it's like, this place is awful. And so, Sure, yeah. I came back when I was in the Holiday Inn and Suites, unlike our, uh, or excuse me, Holiday Inn Express, unlike our judges that required a Four Seasons uh, <laughs> hotel room, but, you know, whatever. They're the best judges in the podcast game. Um, I, uh, so I found two places I liked again, and this time, your boy was not effing around. So what I did was, one of the places I saw was at 2 o'clock, and I had another place that I had to see at 4 o'clock. So I saw the place at, no, excuse me, 12.30. So I saw that place, and I really liked it really really liked it and i was like and there were a lot of people in there i was waiting to get an application because she was handing out like paper applications there were people in front of me get waiting to get applications and i was and i was i was like sizing people up she was like well uh my boyfriend he's still in college right now but um he'll move out here when we move out here and i just started a nursing job and i was like oh i could beat her <laughs> I was like he's still in college oh i can beat this guy but i was like super stressed out and so literally I felt like Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious. Like, <laughs> as soon as I got that application, I was like driving out of there like crazy. I was like, I gotta get home. I gotta get to the hotel. And I was racing to the hotel, and I got caught up by a funeral procession. So I skipped an. Ent- oh no! <laughs> so I skipped. I was at a light, and they were going like through the crossway uh-huh. through it. So I skipped an entire like set of lights. I was like, No, Lord, you have to die no. <laughs> and I got. I got back to the hotel, and they have, like, that business center. And so, like, they had a scanner there, too, so I was scanning stuff and printing stuff. And as I was almost done, I was so close to being done with the printer portion of it, no joke, the power went out in the hotel. Of course it did. And so the power went out, and I was like, no! And so, like, I went to a library, and I had to uh, print out to the library, but it was kind of, not tough, but usually you have to have a... um, like a, a library card and live in that area. But I didn't have it yet, but they let me do it anyway. Nice. And so I did that. Shout out. And at this point, it was about... Th- when I when the power went out, it was about 3 o'clock. And my next 
viewing was at four o'clock and i didn't want to obviously leave the lady waiting and i was trying to get this in as quick as possible so like i felt like you know have you know the show 24 where there's like the the clock ticking down yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i felt like i was staring at my clock and i was like no i gotta finish this i was like typing everything really fast and then i literally delivered the application in hand to the office and then shot down to the next place and then i essentially did the same thing again because i like that place too and i didn't want to just apply to one place luckily i got both of them nice and obviously i took the one that i liked for the one the first one that i was just talking about i took that one and it was great and um i got the other one too and i almost and and she she's the second one that i liked responded first and said yeah but you need to give a deposit to save the place Mm -hmm. and i was like i feel like it was like 500 bucks and i was like that's a lot of money but i really don't want to not have a place so i was really considering paying that deposit but she took a while to respond to me and luckily for me, while she was taking a while to respond, the other place told me I got it. So I got it. The stars aligned for you, buddy. Whoo! And then I had the movers come, and that was a. I mean, I didn't have to do any of the work, but it was still kind of stressful because I was just like, I had sure. To, and then I came here, and I got here yesterday, and I or two days ago, and I moved into my place, and it's been cool. I like it. I met my neighbors. I'll get into that later, but. So now let me ask you: Has mm-hmm. it? For me, as I mentioned while we were eating dinner earlier, for me it hasn't really completely sunk in somehow that i'm really Hmm. here has it sunk in for you i think it's different for me because i have my own place okay so i i I think yes it has sunk in and to that level and it and you're starting work on monday too that too yeah i'm starting work in two days and so uh it's 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 getting pretty real for me quite easier i think it's easier for it to be real for me than it is for you because you're not i feel like i'm on vacation you are on vacation essentially and um like yeah, it's, this is it's very real to me. So no, it, it hasn't taken it, doesn't, it didn't take long at all because I literally left my place super early in Philadelphia and drove straight to the leasing office and like didn't even stop anywhere. And I mean, I guess you know besides for rest ups and stuff. But and so like I uh, got my keys immediately. And I think just having my own place makes it feel a little bit real, realer sure. than, than it probably would yeah. for you. And so um, yeah, no, it 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 feels real. It feels good. And it also feels good to, to you know, when I first, I was first thinking that I might have to like stay with a friend, family friend for a bit. Mm-hmm. It feels nice to be in my own place, except for the, I mean, I do, I'm living very, uh, very uh, Spartan right now. Uh, not much in my house because the movers take a bunch of stuff and then it takes five yeah. to 10 business mm-hmm. days to get it to me. And so I have an air mattress, which is surprisingly comfortable. Nice. <laughs> I was expecting to wake up with like serious back, back pain, pain every morning, like walking around with a cane or a walker, like a halfway off of it because it deflated in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but it's actually surprisingly comfortable. Um, and then my house is essentially empty. I bought like a, um, we bought like a, a, just like a simple IKEA table and two chairs just to kind of hold us over. Um, but there's really nothing in my house right now. But you know, it's mine and and ours. Let's let's be clear. And so that makes it feel very real. And I love it. It's it's great. It's a very nice house. I love my my neighbors. Two of them I met, mm-hmm. and they're cool. Uh, but yeah, how does it feel being home for you? It's good. It's it feels it feels interesting because, um, you know, when I lived alone, I could pretty much do whatever I wanted whenever I wanted. Mm-hmm. Didn't really have to tell my parents what I was up to. You know, yeah. what What could they do? I was an ocean away. So here it's You're a little... You're grounded. <laughs> right. Don't leave. Right. So here, here it's definitely different. You know, having to um, be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go do this. You know, I was... Thankfully, this morning, I woke up early. Uh, well, naturally, just because I'm not used to the time change just yet. <laughs> and it was like 7, 7.30. I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the Dexter Bakery, get some delicious donuts, surprise my parents. 
and they were closed. Mm -hmm. But, you know, other than sneaking out at 7.30 in the morning, usually I tell my parents where I'm going, what I'm doing. Yeah. So it's an adjustment, you know, when you're 27 and still... And I understand where they're coming from. You know, it's their house. They care about me. They want yeah. to know I'm safe. I get it. And it's I think it's hard for... Even though they, you know, they're not going to tell you you can't do something. They're not going to, like, ground right. you. But it's hard for just being parents to just, like have you leave and not know where you're going like it's just sure. like their natural parent instincts to be like where exactly. are you going even though you don't i guess technically have to tell them exactly and my mom would say that all the time you know when i was at albion she didn't really worry when i was in vienna when i was in the czech republic it didn't really matter because you know she couldn't really do anything about it whereas here i'm close enough where you know if, if there were problems she could she could physically help me in right. other ways that she really couldn't while i was abroad when you when you went to the bathroom uh she uh, was telling Sydney and I how happy she is to have you home. Oh, she nice. said she missed you. Yeah, I, I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. That was very nice. Yeah. And you're also, uh, for those of you that don't know, Chad's a mama's boy. Yeah. He, uh, him you're and not, you're not have wrong. a great relationship. Yeah, we do. We do have a great relationship. <laughs> and you know, the, the other thing that's nice, because I'm happy to be here so I can help my parents out. You know, they're getting mm -hmm. older. There's certain things that they just can't do as easily as they could when they were younger. Right. So it'll be really good to help them out with those things. Yeah, like cleaning out the, the basement. Exactly, exactly. And hopefully we'll have a different place to record some podcasts, and my dad can also start painting again, which will be great. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I have to also say, though, man, the other thing that I really enjoy about Michigan, which I have observed my first three days here, is just that Midwestern friendliness, Dude, I man. I was about to say that. that Even I've noticed that. Midwestern friendliness. I mean, we were. I was walking around with my mom earlier. She did get a couple things at the hardware store and, you know, some other like small errands doesn't really matter. Um, but there were so many people just like making small talk with people and they didn't know each other. Right. And it was totally normal. Totally fine. We, um, my, my sister, I was here, uh, last week looking for the, my place and my sister and I went to, uh, Frida, what do you call it? Um, the Inn Arbor, the Cuban, uh, Frida. Frida, but Frida Banditos? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And uh, they have outdoor tables, and it's sort of a, like a communal, like it's a bench setup, so like mm -hmm. multiple people will sit right next to each other. And these two older, actually, the dude, the dad kind of reminded me of uh, your dad, just nice. visually. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they, they he looked you know, like Santa Claus. He did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they asked if they could sit next to us. We're like, yeah, sure, whatever. And we didn't say like that. We're very nice people. Uh, <laughs> sure, whatever. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but, um... You know, they just, uh, like, just sort of, you know, immediately started striking up conversation. And, well, what first happened was uh, the guy was like, oh, I forgot to, his wife was inside ordering. He's like, oh, he was kind of, uh, he had a cane, so he wasn't, like, as capable to just hop up and be like, oh, let me go. So he was like, uh, oh, I forgot to ask my wife for, for you know, I, that I wanted a, a two-hearted. And mm -hmm. so my sister went and go told his, told his wife. Nice. And uh, and she came outside and we were just talking about like you know just just Midwestern small talk. We we're talking about his one of his he, they have kids. One of their kids is in the uh, what is it the Foreign Legion? Is that what it is? Uh, I don't I don't know. Uh, I wasn't there. Well, you, <laughs> but that's like where like you go to different countries and like uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and she's lived in a lot of crazy places, uh, a lot of cool places, a lot of scary places. Or the, maybe the Foreign Service. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Yes. 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 And um, and it was just like you know talking about our families, and we were mm -hmm. talking about you know the fact that we lived in Germany, and that my sister right. speaks French, and blah 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 blah. Did but you was, plug the podcast? They're not going to listen. Oh, you should have plugged the podcast. Be like, tell your Foreign Service uh, daughter about the untranslatable <laughs> podcast. I should have. I should have. Uh, yeah, I didn't do that. But yeah, I love the Midwestern friendliness, man. Like, 
people in the Czech Republic are friendly once you get to know them. Mm-hmm. But they're, at least what I experience is there's a bit of a barrier. Right. And here, that barrier just doesn't exist. Now, I, I don't think friendships here are necessarily as deep as a lot of the ones that I experience in the Czech Republic. Um, but, I mean, for all intensive purposes, um, you know, being able to just strike up a conversation with someone on the street is nice sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the coming from me that usually hates that stuff, even I sort of enjoyed it. I was like, oh, it's kind of nice. And they had interesting stuff to talk about. They were funny. And, um, like, even coming from Philadelphia where, yes, it's America, and yes, there's still that sort of, hey, how you doing to rant strangers, just because of the very nature that it's, um, like, of being a bigger city, there's less of that just, like, strike up full conversations like that, even in Philadelphia. Sure. Yeah. And so, um yeah, it, w- it was really nice, and it, it reminded me kind of why I, I, I like being here. It, it, it was definitely. definitely nice. And speaking of another reason why I like being here, so as soon as well, not as soon, but like when I got to we got to our place, um, in the driveway next to us was my neighbor's friend, uh, Mike. Shout out to Mike; <laughs> he's really cool. Um, and he was, uh, and and he's like, oh, did you guys, you guys just move in here? And we're like, yeah, literally just, you know, a couple hours ago. He's like, oh, meet your neighbors. And he literally, like, drag us over That's to meet awesome. our neighbor. He's like, hey, Jonah. And Jonah, our neighbor, he just, he was outside using, his, he got a brand new uh, weed whacker that he was testing out. Fancy, nice. <laughs> and so, um, you know, he introduced himself. We had a quick chit-chat. A quick chit-chat. And then also he was like, hey, you guys want to come in for a beer? And we're like, oh, unfortunately, we're you know we're about to go get dinner. We haven't eaten in hours. And he's like, that's cool, but come over tomorrow. We're having a barbecue. Nice. And I was like, oh, I love this. And so um, the next day, we were uh, we were putting together that IKEA stuff that I was talking about. Fun times. Oh, I didn't mention IKEA. We also went to IKEA. We were putting together that IKEA stuff, and um, we needed a, a screwdriver that we didn't have. And we went and uh, Sydney went over to Jonah, and he gave us a whole kit and a le- electric screw, like a electric oh, drill nice. thingy. He's the man. And he's like, uh, and he's like, hey, uh, he's like, hey, don't forget to come over to the barbecue later. And so we went over, and we uh, had a great time. We played this game where it essentially has like a, you choose like a decade, and it has like a, a I think it's called catchphrase, and it has like some oh, sort of, I love catchphrase. And so we were like passing around like oh, catchphrases, you know, like so giving clues about stuff. Can, can I explain catchphrase to our listeners? For sure, out there? for sure, because it's. I've actually thought about using it as a teaching tool. It's super fun. I mean, we were playing, we were playing a lot, and it's just a great way to make conversation. Oh, about for stuff sure. And yeah, and it's it's fun. It's entertaining. So, what catchphrase is? It's this device. It's this round shaped device. Yep. 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 And they have different ones. They have ones that are decades. They have ones that are just maybe like, like different genres, like movie or yeah, like exactly. And so it's like this disc, and you select, you know, you select the decade or the or, or a topic, a genre, exactly, category. exactly. And then you hit start, and you you know make teams, and at least the way I've always played it, we just is, did it. Everyone, every like one person was doing it to everyone. There were like six. Or oh, seven that of us there. that would be fun. Okay, we used to always play teams like two v two, three v three, four v four. But we made it like a drinking game too. Also, also could yeah very easily be implemented <laughs> as a drinking game. But yeah, and it's great. So you have a word like maybe the word is I don't know microphone. Yeah, or like hashtag. Yeah, and you can't say the word, so you have mm-hmm. to describe it. So if if we were playing catchphrase right now, I would say. If the word was microphone, I would say, yeah, it's the thing Jared uses when he podcasts, and then Jared would go, microphone, and then... Let me give you one. Let okay. me give you a quick example. Ooh, okay. Um, well, this will be super easy, because it's going to be podcast-related. Uh, do, do a non-podcast one. Okay. If that's too easy. Or give me the easy one first, and then give me a harder one. All right, okay, okay. Uh, um, it involves a, uh, a, a, a jingle from a clock. It involves idioms. 
What un- untranslatable phrases? There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and untranslatable specific. Nice. Um. All right. Let me think of a more difficult one. Well, give me. Let's think of a category first. What's a good category to go with? Something podcast uh, untranslatable podcast related. Untranslatable podcast. I was. But like, uh, doesn't have to do with this podcast specifically, but something that we okay. would talk about. Hmm. A country, maybe choosing a country. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I got. I got one. We'll do countries. I got one. Okay. I'll I'll describe it and we'll see we'll see <laughs> if right. you can figure it out. All right. Um, so this country is very well known for their um, tidiness. Also very well known for how anal they are about recycling. Germany. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. So right. but that's basically catchphrase for yes. all of our listeners out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. So you guys played catchphrase. Yeah. And um, had some tasty barbecue. I would assume. Uh, yes, he he was commanding the grill. He did a great job, and he also um, he had friends that he invited over. We met some of them. I mentioned Mike, who it seems like they're very close. So I'll be seeing a lot of him. Sweet. And uh, I met another neighbor that he invited. That was the other side of us. I don't remember his name because I was actually recording the travel tips episode. There you go. When he showed up, so like priorities, <laughs> right? I did leave for. <laughs> this is what we do for you people, by the way. I left for like forty minutes to. Uh, record the podcast and i went back and i was like oh i'll be right back i gotta do something you know me afraid to bring up the podcast but um should have told him sydney did yes and when i got back someone yes. asked someone asked Good me work. about it he's like so you do a podcast i was like yeah and i told him like well this was a travel tips one but we also do like twice a week where we talk about general all sorts of travel stuff. culture language teaching uh related topics. you name it we have probably talked about it yeah to some extent 109 <laughs> episodes baby that's still right still going strong so it, it was really cool and i never in Philadelphia, at both at both my apartment and then my sort of townhouse apartment thing that I lived in, I never had any sort of relationship with my neighbors. I didn't know. Right. Yeah, me either, unfortunately. The only relationship I had with my neighbors that lived right above me was because their dog attacked me. <laughs> and Not the I, best <laughs> relationship, that's for sure. And then I met another guy that's super nice. I think his name was Chris that lived like a couple of houses down mm-hmm. when I first moved there. But then I never talked to him after that other than just like waving to him. Sure. So I, I am super excited to not only like have a relationship, but potentially be like friends with them. I think that'll be, re- oh, I think that'll that'll be, be really cool. Yeah. And um, and so I'm excited for that. And And, and luckily... You know, Sydney and I were talking about this. Luckily, we actually liked them. Like, we weren't like, like yeah, that these is people good. Are annoying. Right. Oh, that's the worst. If you don't care for your neighbors, yeah, that's yeah. no good. And so it was. It was really cool. I like. I like getting to know them. Moving is expensive. Did yeah. you know that? And time consuming. Yes. So luckily, as far as like the big stuff, like getting movers, my company took took care of that. But like, especially moving into a place where I don't have my stuff for a couple of days, we've done one run to IKEA to get some simple stuff like a lamp. Uh, that table I talked about and some other stuff. And then we did, in the past three days that we've been here, we've gone to Target maybe three to four times. Right. And then we did a trip to Mar- or Marshalls. It's just like, it's just like, and there's still more stuff we need. Oh, and it's even course. harder too, because like I'm unemployed. <laughs> so it's, right. so uh, it feels like it's just, it's, it's so hard to, to it's it, like, it's tough. It's tough, but it's, it's exciting. But also you forget, one, you forget how much stuff you have. Definitely. Like when when I was doing the actual move, like packing of the stuff I was gonna bring with me in my car, I was like, man, I'd, like I, I don't know how I did this, but it was literally perfect. Like my car was packed, like you know, I had to save it like to the side so they wouldn't pack it. And I was like, oh, this is this is fine. This will fit in my car. It was like sliding stuff in, like <laughs> yeah. It was like it was playing Tetris in your car, yeah. basically. Oh my yeah? gosh, I yeah. was so nervous, and it was actually so tight that my windows are tinted. And on my one of my back windows, something kept scraping up against the window, so there's like a, a scrape in my okay. in my, win, in my tent, windows. Huh? Yeah, that's one thing I can agree with. That 
when I came back to my parents' house, I had forgotten about all the stuff I have here. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I, the the things I did remember were all my music equipment. That was easy. Yeah, you dreamed. You had dreams about your music. Oh, I did. It's so great. Instruments. My fingers were so sore yesterday, man. <laughs> I played guitar for so long. Um, but yeah, but the, the other thing I didn't realize was just all the papers and documents and things that I've saved during my time at grad school. Um, you know, gifts and presents and small things. Um, so it's great to, you know, I took a nice little trip down memory lane the last few days. Mm-hmm. I also need to sort through my clothes because I've, a, I've accumulated just too much in my lifetime Yeah, that, that I think is, is manageable. Oh, there's the, oh, there's the, the clock real deal. right there. That's the no more untranslatable today, people. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, but it's, it's really nice, you know, to just be, in a place where you have everything you need and you'll get there soon. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're, you're in that weird adjustment phase. I'm lucky where, you know, I have all my stuff. I have all my clothes, toiletries, everything you I need. Extra stuff Cause you even have like your furniture from East Lansing. I have too much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I do. Um, so yeah, but it's been good. Uh, so now I want to ask you, Jared, what mm-hmm. are some Michigan staples or things that you are super excited to be able to do again now that you are back in the mitten? So this morning, uh, Sydney and I went to Leo's Coney Island. There you go. For breakfast. Nice. Um, so I'm looking forward to the, to the Coney Islands. This is going to sound ridiculous, but I'm looking forward to the fact that in, in Pennsylvania, and this is, excuse me, I just burped into the microphone. This is very <laughs> apropos for what I'm about to talk about. But like, um, and a lot of other states are like this too. To buy alcohol, you have to go to, um, like for in Pennsylvania. A designated spe- store, right? Yeah, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. specifically has a liquor slash wine store. And then beer is a separate store. Oh, geez. And now, that sounds luckily, so complicated. Now they're starting to put beer and wine into grocery stores, but that was new since I got there. Okay. And so you have to go to, like, if you want liquor, you got to go to one store. You want beer, you got to go to a different store. Oh, jeez. Michigan, so much work. They don't care. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Gas stations, uh, CVS, anywhere you can buy alcohol. So uh, even that's weird, but I'm excited for that, too. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to do a lot of outdoor activities. Last week when I was here... Uh, my sister and I went kayaking on the uh, on the, the Huron, uh, River. Huron River. That was a lot of fun, and uh, I, I would like to do more of that. I think maybe um, I will de- not maybe I'll definitely do more of that, more outdoor activities like that. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm a mountain biker, and I'm looking forward to going back to some of my my hot spots that which, I used to go which to. Which are where? Can can you tell us? Is it a secret <laughs> hotspot? <laughs> yeah, we're so big that uh, people are going to show up and try to get pictures with me. That's right. No, um, uh, shoot. One, I can't remember that. One's called Mayberry, I think, in Novi. The other one, my favorite one, I can't remember what it's called, but I know where it is, in Pontiac. Okay, uh, nice. But I'm excited for, for like my old my old go-to spots. I really enjoyed Wissahickon, which was a big spot in Philadelphia that I went to. But um, I'm really excited to go back to those spots. I'm excited to do a lot of more traveling in Michigan. So, like, especially Sydney, who's never been to Michigan before, a couple weeks ago, I want to go to places like Grand Rapids and uh, maybe go to the beach. I'd love to tag along if you let me be the small outside leg. <laughs> you're uh, you're welcome to be the small outside. I feel bad putting you in those situations. That's why, like, I wanted you to come over yesterday because I feel bad like bringing her along in a weird don't, way. Don't feel bad. She's great. She is great, and and it just feels like I just don't want to be like, hey, could I bring my girlfriend? No, you're good. <laughs> you're not one of those guys, my man. Don't you worry. Um, Never worry about that. And so I'm excited to go to. Here are some spots I definitely want to hit. I'm sure there's more that I'll come up with later. Grand Rapids slash Holland area for the beach. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, Traverse City, definitely, definitely. Uh, Canada, 
So that's not in Michigan, but uh, we're gonna go to definitely gonna go to Canada. I was last time we were here, we I showed her around Detroit, and I was like, uh, "That's Canada right there." Just right. so you know, across that. the river, yep. <laughs> yeah, right there. Um, uh, where are some other ones? Um, I want to go to oh oh, I want to go to Ludington. That's on my list. That's a great. Uh, I used my my cousin Chris, as you know him very well, uh, <laughs> too well. Uh, <laughs> oh, good times. He uh, his uh, family used to have a cabin in Idlewild, which is right next to Ludington, and so I want to go back so there. So beautiful it's over beautiful, there. Beautiful, and it's right. It's uh, there are a lot of cool sand dunes there, and it's mm-hmm. right on Lake Michigan. And uh, so those are some places I really want to visit. I'm excited to find a new piano teacher. Um, I'm helping Jared out with that, hopefully. Yes. Oh, another one I meant to... Of course, Ann Arbor. So we went to Zingerman's yesterday. I talked about that, but we didn't really go around Ann Arbor. So I'm That's excited definitely to... That's a must. Uh, I'm excited to go back to Ann Arbor. That's one of my favorite cities around here. And um, yeah, I'm just excited to ex- also experience the, the new stuff and the stuff that I haven't experienced before. So like a lot of cool restaurants in Ferndale that I've... Definitely. You know, even though I lived in Royal Oak, which is, for those of you that don't know, right next to Ferndale... There's a lot of cool places in Ferndale that have just popped up or that has never experienced that I'm looking forward to seeing. And um, I'm looking forward to hanging out with you. We got a lot of cool concerts that we want to go to. We, yep. Obviously, we're going to be recording as much as possible in person. Definitely. Um, and so I'm just I'm, I'm looking forward to our old Jam school. Jam sessions as well. Our old school uh, slumber parties that we used to do back Good in times. the day. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to hanging out with you too. Me too. Yeah, I have to say Ludington is on my list as well. Um, I want to go back to Lansing and East Lansing. And one thing that might be fun for you and also for Sydney would be um, come with me to Lansing and East Lansing. Mm-hmm. We go to the Capitol. Yeah. And if we time it right, they have free tours. I think it's every hour on the hour okay. in the Capitol building, which is pretty cool. They have some original flags from way, way back when, which is pretty sweet. We can uh, show, show her some of our uh, East Lansing stopping gr- stomping yep, grounds. Yep. And if we, depending on the day we go, um, I know all the restaurant specials there, so we can... Yeah. Dublin, that's one of them. Yep, on Wednesdays at Dublin. Yep. Remember, remember those two dancers we saw that one time that were going to town when we were in Dublin? Oh, yeah. Good times. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I had a lot of fun in East Lansing. So, yeah, so I'm hoping to go go back there, visit some friends as well. Um, what else do I want to do? Obviously, go to Ann Arbor. There's a lot of great events going on this summer. Mm-hmm. On Thursdays in Chelsea, Michigan, they have... Um, it's called Sights and Sounds. And they have basically free concerts all over Chelsea, which is like the next town over from where I'm living right now. So, yeah, there's a lot of small events. I also want to go to some Detroit uh, City Football Club soccer matches Ooh, as well. Hit me up. Yep. Oh, I will. There, there's a lot to do, you know, and that's one of the best things about being home is it feels auto, almost automatic. Like there's just mm-hmm. so much knowledge you have of the region, the place, the things to do that, you know, I didn't have when I was in the Czech Republic. You know, people people would have to tell me, sadly, a lot of times I would find out afterwards right. about a cool event. And I'm like, well, you know, and yeah, you can Google it and like find stuff. But if you don't know the specific the wording, yeah, you can't find it. So. And it's, too, it's great for you, too, because you're essentially kind of on vacation. Yep. Yet you're... Uh you know exactly what's happening and you can hit all the all sort of the cool insider Michigan stuff that exactly. you, you'd have to, you know, either know someone or do the right Googling to find it if you're in another country or city or something. Exactly. And let me give you my quick little list, Jared, of some other Michigan things I want to do. One, I want to go hiking near, there's a trail near the Huron River. Okay. So that's number one. Two, as I've mentioned on a couple episodes back, get a, get a Coney dog. Mm-hmm. Ideally from A&W because that's the best spot here, around here in Dexter. Um, 
Have you been to either? Uh, what are those two places right next to each other in Detroit? Lafayette. I can't think of the other one. Like the original Coney. Yeah, Coney I've places. I've been to them. I think once or twice. Okay. Yeah, but that would be fun as well. Definitely want to try to make it to a Tigers game this mm-hmm. summer. Uh, that's always a good time Once again, as well. Hit me up. Yep, for sure. <laughs> uh, this this summer is basically just gonna be Jared and I hanging out. That's that's basically this episode in a nutshell. That's that's what we're talking about. We're but, just planning our own hangout sessions right now. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then uh, obviously Dexter Bakery Donuts is another big one. If you are ever near Dexter, Michigan, to all our listeners out there, check out the Dexter Bakery. When I get the donuts, uh, hopefully tomorrow, I'll take a picture. I'll upload it to the Instagram oh, because please. I'm oh, actually, they're so good. This, I think this is the one time I don't want you to upload a picture. <laughs> right. I'm going to be so mad. I'm like, right. oh, I'm so close yet so far. Exactly. It's all right. I'll get some donuts for our slumber party. Don't you worry, buddy. Um, but yeah, so it'll just be great. You know, I also want to just kind of walk around, explore some other cities and towns here um, near Dexter as well. Do and, you have any interest in going to Albion? Yeah. Okay. I would love to go see Albion. The problem is, now that it's summertime, it'll be fairly dead. Right, right, that's right. The, that's the, the good and the bad about college campuses during the summer, is they're dead, so the lines at the restaurants are short, there's no wait, things yeah. like this. But there's a lot of cool new stuff that's been going on there since we left. Like, there's a new brewery there. Right. They opened oh, that'd the, be fun to check out. I think they out. reopened the movie theater. Yeah, they did. The Boehm. Yeah. And uh, it'll be cool to go to, like, I would love to go back to uh, La Casa. Oh, for sure. Get a, mar- get a pitcher. Oh, good times. That's the other thing. I'm super pumped to have really delicious Mexican food again. Mm-hmm. I There's one place in Prague called Las Adelitas. If you're ever there, I think they have pretty decent Mexican food, but it can't touch legit Mexican food. And then I would say Americanized Mexican food is also maybe number two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Taco Bell. Oh, God. I think that's even below Americanized yeah, oh, for sure. Mexican food. I actually haven't that's been there American yet. American food. Right, for sure. <laughs> I haven't actually been there yet. I'm trying to not... You know, I mean, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I don't want to eat a ton of fast food, and I don't want How to is that gain ridiculous? weight. That's uh, probably a good because move is to not want to gain it, weight it and is. not want to eat fast food. It is, food. but remember a few episodes ago, I told you I cannot wait to get oh, Taco right. Bell and eat fast food again. <laughs> but you, yeah, you're going to feel guilty about exactly. it like, as soon as you do it. Exactly. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's great. I'm really looking forward to this. I'm so happy to be back, not only with you. Like, this is, in a weird way, even more exciting to me when, than when we were together in Prague and Berlin, because this is like this is like back to the old days of yeah. us hanging out. Yeah. Uh, back to the back to the bonus. Our, we yep. spent a lot of hours in this room together. Obviously, you more than me because you live here. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 But I'm just really excited that we're back together like this. It's it's super exciting. It's for me. fun. Yeah. yeah. And, and who would have thought? You know, who would have thought? That- Almost the exact same day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. Back. Yeah. It's really crazy. Um, but yeah, and you know, I think another thing I want to mention too is for all of our listeners out there, you know, we, Jared and I are both fortunate. For us, coming home is a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not always a great thing for everybody, and it can be a difficult adjustment. I will say that when I came back from Vienna, Austria, it was really difficult for me at the beginning to be back here because when you get used to city living and then you, you know, move to a small town out in the country, you're back with your parents, you have all these rules. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some adjustments, but I think one of the most important things, depending on your situation, is there has to be very clear communication with your parents or with whoever you are staying with. You know, what are the rules and expectations? Because as you get older, they might change a little bit, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, Now, I wouldn't say it's necessarily an expectation that I help, but, 
you know, I want to. feel like a piece of shit if you don't. Well, sure, of course. (laughs) But the other thing is, too, like, you know, my parents are being, you know, nice enough to let me stay here rent-free. Not that I could afford rent right now anyway, so (laughs) I guess it doesn't really matter. But, you know, I mean, the thing is that the older I get, the more I want to just be able to help them out. Yeah. And, And so it's a good feeling when I'm physically here and I can do that. I understand what you're saying. I, I think, in a in a sense, because I think as we get older and start being, you know, supporting ourselves, I also too start to appreciate like what all the sacrifices and all like the money it took to raise me and Absolutely. my sister. Absolutely. Like you don't realize kids that are until, expensive. Yeah, dude. And like you don't realize that until you actually start having to make your own money and pay for your own stuff. It's like absolutely. Like, even I at my last job, like I made like a good salary, and like I'm like people have have and still do raise kids on less than this. Yeah. I don't know oh, how sure. they do it. Yeah, it's it's really I'm crazy. So irresponsible. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, you know, and I think the important thing too is that when you're at home or you come home from wherever you were. Um, Try to reach out to those friends and family members that you haven't seen. You know, it might be a little awkward at first, especially if you haven't really corresponded with them in a long period of time, but I think it's worth it. Um, I've reached out to some people at MSU that I haven't talked to in, you know, over 10 months, Mm -hmm. but I'm really looking forward to seeing them again sometime soon. I think that's another really good tip for anyone coming back home from a new place or, or, you know, moving to a place that was once familiar but has now become unfamiliar due to time, yeah. whatever. It's really good to have those people to talk to, to lean on. And obviously, we would love to hear from any of you if you ever have any of those problems. Let us know, untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You betcha. Yeah, you, you, I can't believe I forgot to mention that. But yeah, I, I'm excited to essentially reconnect with some friends that are like i consider my best friends like for example guardo mm-hmm. obviously one of my very closest friends from college right and like we, we neither him nor i are good at keeping up with each other so we don't talk often but like um i made a point to text him the other day and be like i'm coming back we got to hang out we got to make this a normal thing now that we're going to be relatively close to each other and uh my buddy chris our buddy chris as i mentioned mm-hmm. to you he's leaving soon to move to a different state but like it's bummer it's 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 exciting and it's also sort of like um i don't know in a weird way it's like it reminds you why like why you should be keeping up with these people even if you're not conveniently close to them absolutely yeah absolutely yeah and i'm terrible at that as well yeah we both are we both are i mean we were bad at that with each other before we started the pod right so yeah so keep up with your friends your family members and hopefully that will make your adjustment coming home a little bit easier you betcha (laughs) <laughs> so yeah i don't like when you can see that i'm about to put on i like to surprise you with them it's fun to be surprised <laughs> that's for sure you gotta just hold oh yeah because it's with the microphone you gotta get a third yeah. mic down there just well, for the drops we can totally do that oh geez but and, yeah. we'll have a better setup where i can just have it connected straight to the system in the a, in a, in next couple episodes so jared what else um what else do you have to add about being home being back in the mitten um it's good to be close to family my sister goes to grad school at u of m uh that's cool and uh like her uh her she's married and she lives with a husband i would like to now you might actually be a good person to ask about this i like uh my brother-in-law that's what you call her right yeah okay yeah brother but i was like yeah that's right brother my brother-in-law i'm black Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i like him a lot he's really cool but he's he's kind of like uh he's kind of quiet like i am and like I don't know how to like 
like uh, establish a relationship with them, you know? Like it feels kind of weird almost. And, and but I, I, but you kind of have to. You know, you don't really I mean, you could I guess not, like, but like like we're like we're good at chit-chatting like when my sisters around. Okay. But like when it's like I don't know how to like like for example, my sister right now, she is um she for her grad school, she's doing an internship and she's in Chicago and then Mexico for uh 5 days a week. Mm-hmm. And so like um her husband Jeff, he has a job, so he's still in Michigan, and uh, like he's you know forty five minutes away from me. And theoretically, he's another person that I could be hanging out with, and you know he's essentially family at this point. I think you should. I think once I just you... don't know how to like. I I feel so uncomfortable being like, hey, let's hang out, but that's a normal thing to say, I guess. Isn't yeah. It? Well, I think this stems from. We're gonna dig deep into Jared's psyche here, everybody. <laughs> I think this stems I from. This I only up. know this because you have told me this that you feel like you are. Yes, I already know where you're going. With yeah, this. you feel like sometimes you're annoying people or you're bothering burden, people yeah. or a burden or what, however you want to phrase it. And I think you just need to get out of that mindset because. Look, man, I enjoy spending time with you. This You are never and have never and never will be oh, a burden please. to me or any of those please. things. And, and you just have to view that the same with your brother-in-law. Right. You know, and the thing is, I mean, in terms of establishing a relationship with him. Have think, you done that with like your sister-in-law? Some, somewhat. I mean, I, I like him. We talk once in a while. Um, the big thing is you got to find out his passions mm-hmm. and hope hope that some of those are similar to some of yours. He plays drums. Them. He needs to come over here. Oh, he sh- <laughs> yeah, he should. Does he have drums at his place? No, he doesn't. <sighs> I don't have drums. Okay, right. Well. Yeah, but he's yeah he's 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 a uh, he's a musician. He likes music. We do talk about music whenever I go there. I always talk about the newest stuff I'm listening to and nice. stuff like that. I mean, that. Ex- that's perfect though. And I mean, I think the big thing is as well. If you show him that you're interested in trying to establish a relationship, right? I think you will. But you know, if it's always just kind of, I think whenever you show anyone you're genuinely interested, it draws them to you a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, but if like if you know, there have been times when we've done this podcast and I'm trying to prep for the next segment or whatever, and you will say, "Oh, Chad's not listening." You know, <laughs> and it sucks though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it sucks, and so. So that's what you have to do, I think, is is find out what he's interested in. You already know. Share those interests, especially, I I mean, you know, I, I realized I met a guy before I left Prague, and we had an like, hour-long conversation about music. I realized I think I could meet almost anybody, and if we have a few bands in common, mm-hmm. we could be friends immediately. Right. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I would say do that and, you know, t- t- do something nice for him. Take him out to dinner. You know, not not right now, but once you once you start getting them them fat paychecks and fat stacks rolling in, take him take him to dinner. Let or, me treat you exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah, cause like uh like I like him, but it it, it it is it's not that it's awkward around him, but it's just like like we're more like acquaintances, and I'm like you're right sure. there, and uh like that's normal. And and he's he's kind of like me in a sense too that he's super quiet like around strangers and stuff like that. Yeah, not but that we're strangers. I think, we're not I th- family. <laughs> I think does 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 he like to drink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll have a beer too. Easy. You yeah. just go go over there have have a slumber party with him, or go hang out and have some drinks with him. I'll come pick you up, and you can have a slumber party over here. <laughs> I'm not that far from Ann Arbor, but you know, have some drinks with him. I mean, I know it sounds stupid, but that's like the way people open up the easiest. Yeah, that's true. That's you true. Get, get a couple drinks in them and a start talking. Encouragement. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, my my other thing though that I've been struggling with here mm-hmm. is just the 
the temper, the temper, how do you even say it? The temporarity? Is that a word? I don't know. But it I is like now. It. it is now. <laughs> Just the fact that me being here right now is so temporary. Yeah. You know, I'm only here for two months. And to me, it almost makes me not want to get out there because I'm like, well, what's the point of even making new friends? You, you know what I mean? I was going to say, does it put a B in your bonnet? Uh, there's another untranslatable right there. That's far away, but you can hear it. <laughs> does it put in a bee? Does it put a bee in your bonnet to like do as much as you can in the time that you have? Or I guess it doesn't. It makes you feel like what's the point? Because I'm leaving again soon. Right. So well, it may. What it does is it makes you re reevaluate your priorities. Mm-hmm. Right. My my number my two priorities here are help my parents. Right. Play three priorities: help my parents, play lots of music, do some awesome podcasts with you. Right. Those are really the three main things. And and obviously as well, see my friends is also very important as well. But, you know, it depends on timing, if they're free, if they're working, what they're doing. You know, there's right. more factors to it. But at the same yeah, time... Yeah, that's a good point. They have jobs. Right. Uh, yeah. Hopefully. Uh, right. <laughs> and so my problem is, is that, you know, well, in a way, I think, what's the point of going out and meeting new friends when I'll just be going to a new destination? You sound like me right I, now. I know, right? Maybe you're rubbing <laughs> off on me, buddy. But that, that's the thing, like... And, and also with dating, mm-hmm. like... I've been talking to a few girls. I might actually have a date lined up next week. We'll really? See. Yeah, yeah. But, Shit. but, but the thing is, like, I also I'm kind of like, well, what's the point? Yeah. You know what? 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 I would guess would happen. So go on a few dates with some girl. We'll have fun. Maybe I'll really start to like her, and then I got to go. Or right. even worse, I really fall for her, and I have to go. You know, I met right. I met a girl in Prague that I really, really, really liked. Um, shout out to Danielle if you're listening. Um, Okay. You never know. But, you know, she was just great. I really enjoyed spending every second with her, had a lot of fun with her. She was so clever and so witty. I hope, I hope to be honest, I hope we still stay in touch. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, as friends and everything like that, because uh, she's so great. I think she has a really bright yeah. future. But the thing is, yeah, I just don't know. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of don't know what to do because it's like, it's kind of, you know, it's like the saying in English, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Yeah. If I don't, I'll just be sitting here, not the guy mind sitting here playing my guitars all day. But you don't want to put your life uh, on pause. Exactly. But then also, you know, and it's, I assume one, uh, because of the short amount of time you've, you've been, you're going to be home. Yeah. And two, it's, you know, we have, we're not going to talk about where he's going to be next, but it'll be about two months of us here together in person. But then also... Because of your uh, previous uh, experience with uh, long-distance relationships, I'm sure you are very uh, against or not into getting into one right now. Yeah, no. Nope. Even especially nope. hard now. Like, not only, like, before your relationship, that was a long-distance relationship. You guys were together for, like, two years before that yeah. or three years before that. Yeah, long time. And now it's almost impossible, almost, I would say, kind of foolish to get into a long-distance relationship. I agree. Having 100%. only, like, dated for a month or two. 100%. But I will say this. You know, I mean, yeah, I talked a lot in the Czech Republic about how great Czech girls are because they're very beautiful and some of them were, you know, really great. Mm-hmm. I have a hangnail. It's but, really bothering but, me. Sorry. <laughs> you're good. But, like, girls in Michigan are also pretty great. I mm-hmm. mean, look, here's, here's the truth. Girls are great right everywhere. Girl, exactly. Just took the words right out of my first. mouth. Yeah. I said it first. You're right. <laughs> you're right. And so, but, you know, I mean, girls from Michigan, it's a bit different just because, you know, we, we have that connection of being yeah, a little more know, relatable. Exactly. Right. And all that. Speaking of Michigan, though, I think it's time we talk about our song of the pod. Oh, what do you think? We, we, you, you and I are already both cheesing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Just man. thinking about this. This song. song of the pod is something else. So, Jared, bef- well, first of all, it's by GMAC Cash uh-huh. called We on the Lodge with It. Can you explain the story of why we chose this song? Well, you have the new story in front of you, but I'll explain sort of where it came from on, a, on, on just my uh, un 
educated. And then we can read a little from the uh, from the news story. Chat's playing it underneath us, and I'm trying not to laugh. But uh, <laughs> so the Lodge Freeway is a very popular freeway in the Metro Detroit Detroit area, and it is um, M10 as we call it here in Michigan. Yep. And uh, recently, there's been uh, a lot of people shutting. <laughs> <laughs> There are a lot of people shutting down the Lodge Freeway to uh, do burnouts and like dance on the freeway and like do drag racing. And it's been a pretty, uh, you have the story up right there. And it's been a pretty big issue too because, oh, that was something else. Sorry. I was trying to find the lyrics. Continue though. Oh, gotcha. And it's been a pretty big issue, obviously, because the freeway is getting shut down. Right. And uh, people are just having tomfoolery. But we're trying to make this a Michigan-centric episode. And so we tried to find a... Uh, not only is this a very Michigan song. We could have chosen some Eminem song or... Not Kid That'd Rock. That'd be too I'm not, easy. I'm not doing yeah, Kid yeah, Rock yeah, on nope, our podcast. Nope. Or, and I, I'm not doing... Uh, what's his face, too? The old Kid Rock. Uh, Ted Nugent? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm not playing him on our... I'm, we're not, I'm right. not featuring him on this podcast. Yeah, I don't blame you. But... Um, this is not only is it very Michigan based, but this has been happening within like the past week. So this is very relevant too. Mm-hmm. And the song is a hip hop song. Yeah, July second. We on the lodge with it. It is hilarious. It's great. It's a banger, my man. Oh my gosh. We on the lodge with it. Came out July second. Yes, but it's actually a pretty legitimate issue that's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what's crazy is there's all sorts of memes now, and uh, oh, yeah. there's news articles. There's one from. Detroit Free Pet Free Press. I can't talk anymore. With a whole bunch of like donut marks, yep. tire marks, marks on the freeway. <laughs> yeah, uh, skid marks aren't the only impact left by Dodge Hellcats doing donuts on the John C. Lodge freeway. Hell, last Hellcats get pecs. That's right. That's right. G uh, Mac Cash as we on the lodge would it published Monday transforms the rallying cry of the woman who filmed the viral video into the chorus of a song about last weekend's illicit slideshow. So there you go. They blocked off the freeway in Detroit, and we on the lodge with it. So check out our Twitter, Untranslatable1, for our song of the pod. This is definitely not the typical song we post, but hey, mm-hmm. sometimes it's good to change things up a Maybe bit. Maybe don't play this one for your children. Probably not. We are a family <laughs> podcast, so this is not a family-friendly song for your kids. But if you're riding down the street, and you're six foe, and you want to... Yeah. You want to bust out some good rap music? Good job getting that engine right. That's, that's right. Um, <laughs> or the 6.2 if it's a Hellcat, but 6.4 right. is the scat pack, so that's you're right. right. That's right. Get so, a little nerdy there. I'm sorry. So, so there you go. <laughs> so check that out. We on the Lodge with it by GMAT Cash. Came out on Monday, so it's nice and fresh. Uh, untranslatable one on Twitter and Untranslatable Podcast and it's, on YouTube. Sorry. It's not only uh, like hilarious, but it's not bad. Like It's, no, it's, it's, it's not good. a bad song. It's good. It, Jared and I, we were listening to it earlier. <laughs> cracking we up. Cracking up and dancing. So <laughs> it's great. So check it out. Yes. It's fantastic mm-hmm. and definitely a good little uh, homage to being back in the mitten. Homage. So I probably will not continue my check words of the pod for too much longer. I don't know if this will be the last one, but I figured this word would be very fitting for today's episode. And the check word of the pod is sladki. Home? Sladki, no, dom would be um, uh, doom. You, no, I said home. Yeah, home is doom. Oh, I thought, I thought, yeah. you were saying, I thought that was dumb. No. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, no, no, no. Sladki means sweet. Oh. Because okay. it feels so sweet to be home, and we have a saying in English, home sweet home. Okay. All right. I like that one. Yeah. Mine is, uh, now, the reason I brought this up is because uh, I'll get to the word in a second. I started watching a show, 
a, uh, a Spanish show. Mm-hmm. Well, Mexican, but obviously they speak Spanish. Right. And uh, I'm addicted. I'm not even kidding. Nice. What and show? I'm, it's called Falsa Identidad. Uh, Identidad? There we go. Uh, Falsa Identidad or Identidad. It's Identidad, okay. excuse uh-huh. me. And it's about a... Um, so there's a uh, a guy that's a criminal, and he works for one of the biggest like uh, like kingpins in the area, and he does like sort of not petty crime, but he like steals gas and stuff like that. Okay. And uh, his brother is the mayor of that town. It's uh, Alamos in Sonora, and um, his brother's the mayor, so uh, he gets into a lot of trouble with the, the kingpin because he's sleeping with the kingpin's wife. And he's also, uh, well, he was engaged to the kingpin's daughter, so it's even worse that he's sleeping with the, with the wife. And uh, so the, the kingpin wants to kill him, obviously, because that's how you solve uh, disputes when you're a drug kingpin. Of course, sure, yeah, <laughs> sure. And so, and so there's two stories kind of going on at once. So there's that story, and there's also um, a woman, obviously, in the same area, Sonora, uh, Alamos Sonora. She is in an abusive relationship with her uh, husband, and she has two kids, and for some reason, so so she's trying to get away from him, and she sneaks out and uh, goes to stay with her grandmother. But that's sort of uh, temporary because her uh, her husband knows that she always goes there, and also her husband's dad is the chief of police, so he kind of helps him out. And it's hard for her to like go to the police about it because he'll just like sweep it under the rug. And so she wants to escape him, and then uh, Diego, the other guy, wants to escape the uh, the kingpin trying to kill him because he's obviously not going to stop till he does. And so that's where falsa identitat comes in. They uh, so he needs a fake identity. There you go. Yeah. And he uh, his his brother, who's the mayor, hooks him hooks him and that woman up with fake passports, U.S. passports. Nice. And they have to pretend to be a, uh, a married couple. And this is weird because so the woman has two kids a son and a daughter but uh she could only bring one of the son Ooh! and so the daughter's still back home and that adds a wrinkle to it because the dad's trying to get in touch with the daughter and all that stuff but i was like you guys can make fake passports but you can, like and you you did <laughs> right. this so quickly you, can, but you, you can't can. just make one more <laughs> right right and so uh the three of them have to pretend to be a family and they move to texas and uh but still the uh the people like the the kingpins uh like henchmen <laughs> employees mm-hmm. are are in Texas still trying of to find them. Of course they are, sure. And so I'm only in episode three, so that's as much information as I have so far. Mm-hmm. But if you want, I'll keep talking about it because it is. Okay. Me and my sister started. It's watching on Netflix. It. Yeah. Okay. Me and my sister started watching it when I was here last week, and I uh I uh turned Sydney onto, and she got into it pretty quickly nice. too. Nice. So it's it's very. I'm gonna start watching it. Sounds it's good. very like uh telenovela esque but not as like it's not as soap Dram- opera okay good it's not like dramatic like porque? Uh, <laughs> Jorge, porque? <laughs> but it is like very like soap opera like it's it's it is you know it's a little cheesy but it's 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 the spanish is is easy to follow like obviously i don't understand anything everything but like for someone like sydney that's essentially fluent right. like she can uh like like for example I, I watched the first three episodes with my sister and so um when i rewatched them with sydney we did you can do obviously you can do subtitles in english but we did subtitles also in spanish too nice, so i watched it again nice. knowing what the general plot was with the subtitles in spanish so i thought that was a great way to learn oh, cool. spanish too and one word that i want to bring up you'll know what it is but they say this all the time on the show is cabron 
Yes. <laughs> they are often saying cabron, which has a lot of different meanings. It, it, it's yep. kind of an insult. It means bully or like asshole or bastard, scumbag, low life. You can use it as an endearing. Exactly. Yeah. But it also is just like a way of saying like bro or my yeah. guy or yeah. dude. Cabron. And so it's very versatile. You, you, the it's kingpin says it to insult people, but then also sure. Diego says it to his friend yeah. and his brother. Uh-huh. And so it's a very versatile word, and I, I've been saying it around it's from time to time because it's stuck in my head. It's a great word. and it's fun. To, yeah, it's fun to say. Rolls off the tongue real good. Yeah, that's it's, true. I really like the show, and I, I'm going to keep watching it. Nice, very nice. Well, Jared, mm-hmm. you know, I had some jokes up here from Michigan, but I decided, you know what? I've lived here long enough. Yeah. I'm going to come up with my own joke. All so right. here we go, Jared. You're getting one and one only. So one shot. As Eminem says, you only got one shot. So here we Don't go. Don't your chance to blow. That's right. So, Jared, what is, what is the summer flower of Michigan? Oh, I know the answer to this. Say it. The construction cone. Good work. Good work. It's true, though. It is so true. There is oh always so much construction here in the summer. These roads are terrible. You yeah. know, it's so funny. Last when I The first time I drove here with Sydney, I was talking about how it's hilarious because if you, when you go from Ohio to Michigan... Oh, you can tell. It's um, immediately the roads get worse. Like, yep. here, you yep. see the welcome to Michigan, and it's just like... <laughs> 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 yeah, it is. Oh, that's so she true. Thought, she thought I was exaggerating. She's like, oh, you weren't exaggerating no. at all. Like, no, nope. it's immediately worse. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So there you go. So watch out for our summer flowers here in Michigan, yes. a.k.a. construction cones. Mm-hmm. So I have to say... It's great to be back. This has been so much fun already. It's been so exciting to do an episode in person for all of you. Um, And yeah, we're excited to bring you some more content over the summer in Michigan together Mm -hmm. um, based on all sorts of stuff, language, culture, what have you. You betcha. Hopefully some trips. Oh, definitely. Most definitely. And I would say the quote for this pod is that one of the best things about being home is being able to reconnect with your friends and your family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this has been great. And not only is it great to see you, it's great to see your parents, too. Mm-hmm. Your your parents love me. I'm going to... Uh, yes, they do. Yes, they do. No <laughs> and I love them, it. too. I love I love coming here. It, it feels like a second home, almost. Good. Well, I'm glad, buddy, because yeah. I hope this will be your second home during my stay here. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, we hope you all have enjoyed our episode today, uh, what it has been like coming home for the two of us. Let us know what uh, it's been like for you when you've had to go to... Uh, go back home from wherever that may be. We would love to hear about it at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know how you adjust um, some things you look forward to. Uh, just reach out. We would love to hear from you. Also, check out our Instagram. There are going to be many beautiful pictures of Michigan. We might need to get that sunset right there in just a second. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So there's, uh, so check that out, Untranslatable Podcast on Instagram. Check out our YouTube channel for our videos, uh, playlists for Song of the Pod, and hopefully some new foreign language playlists coming your way soon. So keep your eyes out for that. And lastly, please do not forget five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. It would mean the world to us. Give us some feedback what we can do to make this podcast better for you. So thank you. And as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, a muchas gracias.